I mean, this is a Patriots team that used to pride themselves on special teams, right? I mean, this is what Bill Belichick, this is what he excels at. You know, they get takeaways on special teams. They make plays on special teams. But to turn around and to be did last, like this is as bad as it gets. We spent so much time this season talking about Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, and Mac Jones, and Bailey Zappi. And right under our noses was the worst special teams unit in the NFL in 2022. Was inept special teams play the reason the Patriots did not make the playoffs this season, or is it something bigger? We'll give our thoughts on that coming up next, but first and foremost, it's the Patriots Wire podcast. Welcome to the show. Ryan O'Leary here playing host, joined as always by Jordy McElroy, the managing editor of USA Today's Patriots Wire. And uh, Jordy, are you dressed in black? You got your black suit on to talk Patriots postmortem here? I'm all dressed in black, Ryan. You know what, man? I, I wish I was here under better circumstances, but here we are. We're out of the playoffs officially. So, yeah, toast to a disappointing season. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a fun episode to have, but I, I just want to get like your take on the 2022 Patriots, right, Jordy? For me, it's like I think they got what they deserved. I don't think they deserved to make the playoffs. I know they were close. And I have some like more in-depth thoughts on this that we'll get to later in the show. But I- I'm kind of, as a fan, I'm kind of glad that I don't have to like sit through a-, a game where the Patriots are playing the Bills again. Like, you know what I mean? If they were the seventh seed, playing the Bills again on Wild Card Weekend in Buffalo. Like, I- I'm just glad we don't have to sit through it again. I, I don't think they're that good. And, and there's a lot of stats and th- and just like things to back that up, which we're going to get to here in our again our post mortem episode. But I-, I think as a fan, I'm. I'm glad it's over. I'm looking forward to the offseason and, and all the changes the Patriots seem to be promising they're going to make. And that's kind of where I, I'd rather just get there now than sit through a, a loss in the another ugly loss in the playoffs. But what, what's your take on the 2022 Patriots? How are you feeling right now uh, a couple of days mean, after the season ended? I mean, Ryan, as they always say, you know, stupid wins, stupid prizes. And you go and you freaking you hire a defensive coordinator to be your freaking offensive play caller. That's what happens. You know, you get stupid prizes. So, yeah, I mean, they, they got exactly what they deserve this season. It was there, there were there were some ups and downs. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to poo poo everything. Obviously, I thought Bill Belichick did a great job in the draft and you know, going out and you, you find a guy like a Marcus Jones who I expect to be one of the cornerstones of this team, and Jack Jones, we'll talk about him later. Hopefully he gets his act together. And, you know, ba- Bailey Zappi contributed there a little bit. And you, you're, you're finding some players that are that are helping out. But at the end of the day, this was this was kind of an embarrassing season and an indictment on, on Bill Belichick's post-Tom Brady run. You know, you just – you hope we're we're hopeful in the offseason that they can do better. I'm excited about the offseason. I'm excited about free agency with a little bit more money to play with here. We'll see what the Patriots do. But man, you gotta fix more than just than just the personnel of that football team. So Bill Belichick's he's gotta roll up those sleeves and get to work, man. Enough of the robotic press conference talk and all of that stuff. Let's get to work and let's get these guys back in the playoffs where they belong. Yeah, I, I do want to cover his end-of-season presser a little bit. I know Boston Sports Radio has been hammering that all week, so I, I'm sure people listening to our show here later in the week have heard a lot about that. But we're going to weigh in just because um, we do have some thoughts on Bill. I just feel like, Jordy, nobody can sit there at the, the beginning of a press conference and say, hey, it starts with me, 
and then deflect everything and really not take responsibility for anything that happens. Bill Belichick is the master of that. Just like Tom Brady was the master of talking for 15 minutes and not saying anything really of substance. Belichick's the master of that as, as saying, hey, it starts with me. I have to do a better job, but then deflecting and not taking any blame for anything and nothing is his fault. And it's all everybody else's fault. But we'll get to I've, I've said it all the time. Belichick is like he's like Neo in the Matrix when you that guy's that, there yeah. on the podium. Yeah, <laughs> you have said that. Yeah, no, it's it's a perfect it's a perfect reference. It really is. Uh, I want to start, Jordy. We haven't really talked special teams all year, right? We just we just don't talk special teams. It's just not something that I think makes for good radio, like a good podcast topic. But I want to weigh in on special teams a little bit. Obviously, the Patriots gave up two kickoff returns to Naheem Hines in the Bills in this Week 18 game that ended their season. And uh, it, it comes out after the game that Football Outsiders, they have this DVOA metric. I'm not a huge analytics guy. I don't kind of dive into this too much. Uh, DVOA, uh, it basically is like it measures a unit's overall efficiency relative to the other teams in the league, right? The Patriots were 27th in the league entering Week 18 in special teams play, and they finished the season dead last after this Buffalo game. Now, was it all the two kickoff returns? No, although there are no words for that, right? I mean, that is just, we have Nick Folk, either he's not able to kick it out of the end zone or they plan to kick it short, Jordy, and couldn't cover. Uh, and the coverage has been shaky all season long. So why you're trying to kick it off to Naheem Hines with, with his speed, I don't know. You're, you're kind of flirting with disaster there with the way they've been covering all season long. Uh, but it, it wasn't just the kickoff returns for touchdowns, right, Jordy? It was... Uh, in the second half, the Patriots cut it to five points early in the fourth quarter. Nick Folk kicks it out of bounds. Uh, there were, and then going back to the kickoff returns, Jordy, there were six kickoff returns for touchdowns in the NFL this year. And the Patriots and their special teams coach, or I think we'll, we're going to be saying former special teams coach here uh, soon, Cam Accord and, and the Patriots gave up half of those. Three of the six in the NFL this year were against the Patriots. So, I mean... It was kind of a joke that, that you know, all season long, the special teams, Jordy. But really, I mean, it ended in fitting fashion, didn't it? Those two kickoff returns for touchdown. You spot Buffalo and Josh Allen 14 points like that on their home field. You have no chance of winning zero. And they did one in each half. The first one to start the game was like unbelievable. That stadium was just freaking rocking right after the Damar Hamlin stuff pregame and then you return the opening kickoff for a touchdown i mean could there be a worse start for the patriots and that i mean that place was freaking rocking to begin with then it was like complete bedlam in that stadium and you were just you just knew that we're going to win that game right yeah i mean it was it was it, it was it was pretty sad to be to be honest with you so i have a funny story so actually you know i had to run to the restroom real fast right before kickoff and i'm just thinking like okay I'll get in here real quick, Patriots to make a tackle, and then I'll get there for the first play of the game. And, you know, I can hear the TV from the other room, and I'm hearing I'm hearing the Bills fans just, just lose their freaking minds. And I'm like, what could this be? So I'll run back in there, and I see that they've already scored a touchdown, and I just don't even know what to say, man. It's, it's, it's just – I mean, what can you say to something like that? You basically spotted one of the best offensive teams in the NFL, one of the best complete teams in the NFL, a free seven points there. So it's just, I don't know, man. It's it, it's embarrassing. And then to turn around and let them do it again, like how does that happen? How know. do you give up? How do you give up two two return touchdowns off kickoffs? I mean, this is a Patriots team that used to pride themselves on special teams, right? I mean, this is what Bill Belichick. This is what he excels at. 
You know, they get takeaways on special teams. They make plays on special teams. But to turn around and to be did last, like this is as bad as it gets. And it just it just kind of speaks to this entire season as a whole. You know, the, 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 the tackling has been atrocious. Your guy, Miles Bryant, missed an embarrassing square-up tackle one-on-one. They could have stopped the second return for yep. a touchdown. But, I mean, hey, I mean, I guess he just – he just couldn't come away with the play, and now he hides. He just rushes right back in for another easy six points. So I don't know, man. It's just it's not been good. And you know, to your point, when you when you brought up the fact that you know is, is Nick Folk purposely kicking that short? You know, I would I would hope that Nick Folk, I would I would hope that he was just he was making a mistake. He just couldn't kick it out of bounds because if he was purposely kicking it that short, then damn it, Cam McCord should have been going a long time ago. Like that's terrible. Like I mean, to sit there, to sit here and give this guy extra chances to run it back for another touchdown, it's just, it's just stupid, man. Stupid prizes. I'm sorry, it is what it is. But yeah, I, I, I see some change coming. I don't think Campbell Court will be back next year, and you know, I'm kind of hopeful Joe Judge gets to kind of move back over in that position. But you know, we, we've just, we've been harping on this all season long. You know, it's, it's uh, the kickoffs are not great, the tackling is not great. You know, the angles are have, have been even worse. And then it, it even goes to the punt side of things, right? You got Michael Polardi and Jake Bailey. Both of those guys have struggled this year. And and Jake Bailey was one of the – the Patriots made him one of the top three highest paid punters in football. And, and here we still are. It hasn't been good, Ryan. And, you know, special teams is something that people tend to ignore. But at the end of the day, you know, that those plays, man, they win or lose you football games. Take 14 points off the board from the Bills and the Patriots could have been in business on a, on a day when the offense and the defense actually played pretty well. Yeah, I, I keep going back to that. <laughs> the Patriots kind of recover from both kickoff returns, cut it to five points early in the fourth quarter, and then Nick Folk kicks it out of bounds. It's just like, what? <laughs> what did we do? It's just like, come on. And uh, so, yeah, the Nick Folk thing, uh, scary that he can't kick it. Just kick it out of bounds so they can't return it, Jordy. And then you mentioned the punting. So with this Michael Polardi coming in for Jake Bailey, who I guess was injured and now he's suspended, or who knows what's going on with Jake Bailey. They're clearly trying to get out of the guaranteed money on that contract. Uh, but the Patriots' net yards per punt attempt this year, Jordy, 35.9. Now, just think about that number. Net <laughs> yards per punt attempt this season, 35.9, dead last in football, number 32. So... You had an offense that lived in the bottom of the league in third down percentage, punted a ton, right? And at, then you averaged the league worst net yardage on punts. So like <laughs> the whole game plan this year was to play conservative on offense, you know, hold the ball, quick passing, whatever, that whole thing, and then rely on your really good defense, which we, you know, we talked about early in the year. This looks like a Super Bowl kind of defense. But that you can't even play that style of football, Jordy, which they did all season long, right? Relying on the run, conservative passing, quick pass game, all that. You can't even play that way because you couldn't convert third downs and then you couldn't punt. You couldn't get field position. <laughs> so that is just like you're playing against yourselves all season long. Isn't that baffling? 35.9 net yards per punt. That is baffling I mean, to me. That stat has really floored me this uh, this week. It's insane, you know. I, w I wonder if I can go out there in some shorts and 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 and, and kick that far, at least close to that far. I mean, it's, it, it really is insane. I mean, it just it just kind of speaks to the season that they've had, and you know, you you're, you're putting your defense in in very tough positions. But the fact that the defense has still played pretty well, man, and and held up, it just it speaks to how great they are, which obviously makes me even angrier because it's almost like you you wasted an entire season 
on, on, on the rest of the parts of the football team when you had a great defense like that that they kept holding up for you. Yeah, so I, I think we spent a ton of time this year talking about Matt Patricia and his play calling, Joe Judge being the quarterback coach, the guy in Mac Jones's ears. And we talked about Mac Jones coming back from the injury after Bailey Zappi had played well. We did all this all year, What in the end, the Achilles heel of this team might have been that their special teams was the worst in football. Again, going back to football outsiders, that DVOA stat, Jordy, uh, Bill Belichick had never finished in the, in the bottom half of the league in special teams in, in, in terms of that efficiency metric. And this year, dead last, dead last. So can't have it. I, I guess we got to talk special teams more next year. We're going to talk special teams because <laughs> it was a complete train wreck. It definitely wasn't Buffalo. Uh, they were the worst in football on special teams and it showed. Uh, and then it kind of gets us into Monday. Belichick has his uh, end of season press conference, Jordy. And uh, I said at the at the top, I thought the Patriots got what they deserved. I thought they did not deserve to be in the playoffs. I thought they didn't really deserve to have a, a win and get in situation. I thought they were lucky to have that uh, at the end of the year for a lot of reasons. And I just want to play a clip from Belichick. I thought he was asked an interesting question. I want to res- I want to get uh, your take on it, and I have a thought on it as well. The success you've obviously had over the last two decades plus, you know, has established the um, end goal each season, obviously being winning a championship. How far do you feel you're away from being a Super Bowl contending team at this point? And what needs to be done in order to uh, to get back to that level, level of competitiveness? All right. Well, we we were within winning a game yesterday of being in the postseason. Uh, we didn't do that. So it's where it's got to start. I mean, can't do anything in the postseason until you get in the postseason. So. There were other opportunities along the way during the year, not just yesterday, but yesterday was really the that was our postseason, and and we weren't able to advance. I don't know, Jordy. Again, this I don't know what Patriots fans, and I am a I am a die. I've been a Patriots fan my whole life. Uh, I don't know what we were expecting to get out of that post, you know, the end of season presser that Belichick had, but whatever we were hoping to get, we didn't get. Uh, and I don't know that comment really bothered me because it, it almost sounds like the. It's a good question. Like, hey, Bill, what's it going to take for you to be a Super Bowl level team again, right? What's it going to take for you to compete with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Bengals and the Bills and be at that level? So when when you play those teams, it is that kind of spectacle, like when the Bills play the Chiefs or the Bengals play the Bills and whatever. When those three teams collide, it's a big deal. What, and, and right now it's not because we all know when when the Bills rolled out their starters in week 18, the Patriots were going to lose. We just all knew that yeah. going in. So, and Belichick basically says, well, look, we, we were on the doorstep. We, we basically played a playoff game. We were basically, we basically played a playoff game in week 18. What do you want? We're, we're right there. It's like, no, you're not. Like, do you agree with that, Jordy? I don't think they were even close to being that kind of, they're not even close to being that kind of team. They have a ton of work to do to get there. And Belichick feels to me like he's just kind of brushing it off and saying, you know what? We're, we're, we're really close. Look, we, we were basically in the playoffs. If we just win that game, we're in. I just, I don't know. That kind of crawled up my backside a little bit. I was like, I really annoyed at that comment. What was your reaction to it? Yeah, you know, I think I think the biggest issue with Belichick right now, and you know, and a lot of Patriots fans, and I think a lot of people feel the same way. It's just, it's just his 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 kind of business as usual type of type type of stance towards everything, right? I mean, this is this is not this has been a bad season. I mean, this has been a a, a very bad season in terms of just. Some of the ineptitudes that you don't typically see from a from a Bill Belichick coach team, you know, from a Patriots team, we're not used to seeing, you know, players 
We're not used to seeing players talk about how frustrated with the offense they are. You know, we're not used to seeing our hearing stories of we'll get to it later of, of players talking back to, to, to Bill Belichick. And it's just, you know, you know, what's happening here? And to see him go up there in that presser after this incredibly disappointing season, it's just, you know, you were kind of hoping you saw some passion from him, you know, just, just something like like just 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 something non non-robotic. Just step outside of your skin, Ben or Bill, just for a little while, please. Give us something, you know, but it's it's just the same old, same old, uh, you know, just it's just it just it, it feels like the same old, same old. That's all I can say. It just feels like nothing's changed. But in reality, you're absolutely absolutely right, Ryan. If they would have gotten to the playoffs, they wouldn't they would have gotten smacked. I mean, they got into the playoffs last year. And what happened? Forty seven to seven. It's embarrassing. You know, they don't they did not belong in the playoffs. But I've been saying it all year long. I feel like that defense belonged. That defense was very good, and obviously they were missing some players on the back end there um, against against the Bills in, in, in the Week 18 finale. But, you know, th- this was not a playoff team. They have some serious issues right now. Special teams is god-awful, and obviously they have some offensive line issues, and, you know, we still need a receiver, a, a receiver that, that, that's dependable, even though Devontae Parker had a hell of a game, and that's a guy I want to see back and see more from. But man, they still need a number one guy out there that can just they can just take what he wants and, and really cause some serious matchup issues for for opposing defenses. But this team needs a lot of work, man. And it starts it starts with the head coach who should take responsibility for his for his decision to hand Matt Patricia to hand Matt Patricia that that offensive play calling sheet. Matt Patricia didn't want Matt Patricia didn't ask for that job. Bill Belichick gave Matt Patricia that job. That was his decision. And, you know, he needs to kind of follow that sword a little bit. And I think kind of like you, I don't know, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like fans in general, they would have liked to see a little bit more passion, seen a little bit more ownership for him from, from Bill Belichick for, for some of the from some of the bad decisions that were made for this team this year. No, that's 100% what I was looking for. I, I wasn't looking for the coach, Jordy, to sit there and say, hey, if you make the playoffs, then you're at that level. That's yeah. not true. That's just not true. Like, are the Dolphins going to win the Super Bowl this year? Would the Steelers have won the Super Bowl if they got in? Would the Patriots have won the Super Bowl if they got in? Hell no. It wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so making the playoffs doesn't mean that you're a Super Bowl contender. It doesn't. It does not mean that you're as good as the Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills. That's where we're trying to get. And I'm sorry. I, I know Patriots fans hate this conversation, and so do I. But there's some truth to it, right? When your wins this season came against quarterbacks like Mitch Trubisky, Jared Goff, Jacoby Brissett, Zach Wilson, Sam Ellinger, Colt McCoy, and a combination of Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson, right? Those are all your wins against those quarterbacks. And then all of your losses came against Tua, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen, Derek Carr, and Joe Burrow. Those were your losses. Like, please explain to me, Bill, how you're up there with those teams and that you can compete with them because I'm not buying it, right? And I don't think Patriots fans are buying it e- uh, either, right? You take that, the fact that you really got lucky and feasted on horrible quarterbacks and relied on your great defense against those horrible quarterbacks and it ended up being a winning formula for you. You add that to a coaching staff, staff Jordy, that was completely jacked up outside of the defensive side of the ball. I feel like they got their stuff together in the f- defensive side, but obviously offense and special teams was a disaster. Uh, you add it all together, and you had a bad football team um, that didn't deserve to be in the playoffs and really took a major step back after making the playoffs in Mac Jones's rookie season, right? This was, should have been a year where 
you built on that. Mac took a jump and you're in there really competing and fighting in the playoffs this year. And instead you took a step back. And I just think yeah. that was, yeah, that's, uh, that's what was most frustrating. And then, you know, get, we can get to more of the deflections from Belichick, uh, he deflecting uh, questions about Mac Jones. Will he be the starter in 2023? Bill deflects that basically says, Jordy, uh, Mac can play in the NFL, uh, but we got to work together. Here's what, here's what Bill said on uh, Mac Jones. Yeah, well, I think there's, uh, you know, Mac has the ability to, um, you know, to play quarterback in this league. And, you know, we have to all work together. to. How to stop it there. Mac has the ability to play in this league, Jordy. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, we thought so. He started for you for two straight years, so I hope he has the ability. That was weird. Uh, And then, you know, obviously the next question, this is where I want to get your take, is uh, what kind of changes are you going to make to your offensive coaching staff, right? Uh, Are you going to move Matt Patricia out of the play caller role? Are you going to bring in a guy like Billy O'Brien, who's going to be highly coveted if he wants to come back to the NFL? Are you going to go after a guy like Cliff Kingsbury? The former, uh, the former Patriots draft pick, right? Who recently got fired as the Cardinals head coach. He's being speculated about. Like, are you going to go uh, and do that thing? So that's the big question, right? And the and there's, you know, that are, you guys had an article on Patriots Wire, Jordy, where the Crafts put out this uh, letter to season ticket holders right after yes. the game. Really, it was they usually don't do that. They usually write a letter, but it's not that soon after the season. Promising changes, right? We assure you that no one in our organization is satisfied with the results. We will be making critical evaluations of all elements of our football operation as we strive to improve and return to the playoffs next year. So they are they are promising change. But on the other side, on Monday, we have Belichick confirming that he will be back for his 24th season with the team. And he's kind of set in his ways. So you got Belichick who's set in his ways. The crafts promising change. These two uh, these two like elements just don't jive together. Right. Something's got to give Jordy. What change can we really uh, look forward to? Right. Are they really going to make changes to the offensive staff? What does that mean? Are you moving Patricia and Judge around? Are you firing the special teams coordinator? Like, what changes can we really expect? Are you making a change to the quarterback? Like, they're promising change. Belichick's being mum about it. What are you expecting? And I mean, kind of to go back to, you know, and I'm going to get to that, but just kind of I want to touch on um, the whole Mac Jones thing, man. That That's just that, – that's so frustrating to me as it well. Is. It's just – I mean, it's it's like, man, come on, give the like, like, give him a bone or something. Like, come on, man. Like, we act like he can't, he can't, he he can't say this is Mac Jones's team or Mac Jones is the quarterback here. I mean, it's just it, it's it's annoying at this point. You know, it wasn't a problem when you're winning football games, but when you're losing and you're getting embarrassed and teams are teams are returning two touchdowns on your special teams and it's just bad. I mean, come on, man, give the give the give the guy a bone here. And, you know, we're we're getting to a point now – we're getting to a point now where people are looking at Bill Belichick differently, man. People are, people are not afraid of Bill Belichick anymore. People are not afraid of this Patriots team anymore. They are not and – this, and this hurts me to say this is not that highly regarded, you know, respected team that it used to be anymore. Because when you start – when you start making moves like – I've said it a million times, we'll keep saying it – Pulling, make, pull, making the defensive coordinator, your former defensive coordinator, your offensive play caller, people start laughing at your organization, and people don't take you seriously. So when you have when you have that type of outside, when people look at you that way on the outside, you know how does that make a Mac Jones feel? I mean, do you really want to play for this franchise when 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 the, when the coach isn't really the coach isn't really going to bat for you in front of the media? 
Like, I mean, who wants to play under these circumstances, obviously? And then, you know, kind of going back to what you're saying about, you know, the, the open letter from, from from Robert Kraft, I thought that was that was incredible, you know, for that to come out. The language in there was was pretty strong. I mean, talking about talking about critical evaluations and, you know, them basically admitting that they weren't, they weren't proud of what happened this season. And that kind of, that goes into some of those rumors behind the scene. They were saying Robert Kraft was not happy with what he was seeing from the Patriots team this year. So that, 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 that season ticket email, that basically confirmed all of that, you know, and obviously they shouldn't be happy with 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 what's happening right now with the Patriots team. And the first thing that needs to happen, Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick, they have to sit down and have a real discussion. They have to have a real talk. And I'm not talking about, you know, Robert Kraft basically, you know, threatening Bill Belichick's job or anything like that. I know some people have jumped to those conclusions, but we're not we're not going to go there yet. You know, we're, we're we're not at that point. But at the end of the day, they do need to have some serious discussions. And Belichick's going to have to open up, and he's going to have to change his ways. Yeah, I get you're 70 years old. You have six Super Bowls on your mantle. But let's be real here. And and I don't know if Belichick will ever admit this, but this is facts, man. And I know some people don't want to admit it. All six of those Super Bowls, Tom Brady was your freaking quarterback. Brady. Brady. Sorry, go on. Exactly. Exactly. Tom Brady was your freaking quarterback. The same Tom Brady that left your organization and won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in his first season there. Okay. So obviously that guy has a probably has a lot more to do with it than you think you do at this point. So it's time for Bill Belichick to look in the mirror and it's time for him to make some changes. And if he's not willing to do that, then I mean, then the craft's going to have an even bigger decision on his hands. And you look at the coaching staff. I, you know what? I love the Cal Kingsbury. Um, I, sorry, the Cliff Kingsbury coming to coming to New England situation. That would be fantastic. Hey, you know what? Can he please bring DeAndre Hopkins along with him? That'd <laughs> be great. Yeah, we'll that take would, <laughs> Right, dude. That right there. That would solve. That solve two issues right there. That'd be fantastic. So I would love for them to pull that off. But at this point, man, Bill O'Brien, Cliff Kingsbury. Dude, I don't. I don't care who you 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 can get Keanu Reeves from the replacements. Like, just get somebody in here that that knows how to do some offensive play calling, so we can improve on the offensive side of the of the ball. And hopefully, the defense is just as good, and the Patriots can take a can take a step forward next year. Because what they put on display this season, that's not cutting it. You're not going to win unless the offense improves. Belichick has to start taking offense seriously. He's got to go out and he's got to make some of these. He's got to make some of these decisions to get some help, get some weapons, get a number one receiver. Let's start with the Nelson Aguilar signings and stuff like that, man. Let's go out and get a guy. Go get a guy, a number one guy that we haven't had really since Randy Maltz, which is pretty incredible if you ask me. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully we see some real change. And you know, people are gonna they're they're going to hold the crafts to that email. And the crafts, you're the owner here. You have to step up, Rob. This, this is your team. Bill Belichick might be a legend, but this is your football team. And you've got to you might have to make some tough decisions. Yeah, I, I like I like that. Uh, that was a good rant, Jordy, for sure. And I liked what you said earlier about, you know, teams used to fear Bill Belichick. Like they did. Like Peyton Manning back in the day. He used to fear playing Bill Belichick, I think. I don't yeah. think Josh Allen fears Bill Belichick. I don't think Josh Allen fears him at all. I think Josh Allen relishes the opportunity to burn Belichick over and over and over again. And and basically that's what we've seen uh, in the last matchups, uh, unless there was a tornado. uh, Well, you heard, you heard that. I mean, Josh Allen, they, 
it didn't come out that that was Josh Allen's pitch, uh, pitch to Vaughn Miller to come to, to to come to Buffalo was the fact that they get to play against Mac Jones and the Patriots. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. I didn't I didn't actually hear that, so I'm gonna have to go look yeah. that up. That's pretty good. Look that's that pretty up. good. Juicy. That's juicy right there. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, and I think about another piece of your rant there that I was thinking about is like we saw Devontae Adams go to Vegas with Josh McDaniels, right? And obviously Devontae Adams has had one of the most dominant receiving seasons out there this at least in 2022 right he's been up there in receptions yards touchdowns all of it he's been dominant would the same thing happen with the Patriots for some reason I feel like if a Devonte Adams or DeAndre Hopkins or one of these star guys came to the Patriots it, it just always seemed it, it, maybe it'd be weird you know what I mean Jordy I just don't know I don't know if that guy would go off for some reason I just don't there's just something weird about the way they do th- so yeah can we get a Cliff Kingsbury type in here that could bring in a number one receiver and feature him and make him dominant. So on third downs, we got to have it. We could just go to that dominant player, Stefan Diggs, Justin Jefferson, that kind of player, go to that player and get the first down and move on with our lives. Right? Like, uh, it, I, I feel like without that kind of, that kind of offensive coordinator and without Belichick giving them the reins to do that. I still, I feel like we bring in one of those alpha wide receivers. It, it would just be weird here. Unless you have a guy that's going to have the leeway and, and you know the want to like feature him. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know what I'm saying, but I just feel like if DeAndre, if uh, if Adams was on this team, Devonte Adams, if he was on this team, I don't think he would have had the same season as he did in Vegas for some reason. And to and to, to your point, I mean, it's it, let, let's 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 say let's say K, uh, Cliff Kingsbury does come over. I mean, Belichick, he's just he's not the type of a coach that likes to that likes to make outside hires. That's just not what he does. That that's why we're in this Matt Patricia situation and I, right now. And I actually like that, Jordy. Right? I like yeah. I like that. I think that's the right way to do it, but go on. Yeah, no, I mean I'm I'm just kind of getting to that point. Yeah, it's like so do you really think that if he were to change his ways and bring in Kingsbury, he's going to completely hand the reins over over to him? Probably not. So no. that's actually I mean, you make a really good point when it comes to that regard. And maybe if you get like a Billy O'Brien over here, you know, Belichick trusts him a little more. So maybe may, maybe someone like him gets more leeway. At this point, man, with Bill Belichick, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I just feel like, you know, you look at how the Raiders use Devontae Adams, just to go back to that that example. He never really leaves the field, right? Unless they're like in their jumbo goal line rushing thing. He never leaves the field. He's on the field every play. <laughs> and I just don't think the Patriots don't play like that, right? They're always shuffling their guys you know, Aguilar will play 40% of the snaps one week. Then he'll play like one snap the next. You never, you know, you got uh, Tyquan Thornton out there running all these snaps. And then one day it'll be a Devontae Parker game. And then it'll be a Kendrick Bourne game out of no, like they always, they, it's just different with the way they do it. They don't do that. Number one wide receiver thing. Maybe we should try that, Jordy. You know, maybe we should try that thing. I don't know. Change. Yeah. Change, right? Yeah. Crest, they, they're saying change. That's, that's to change. Yeah. Alpha wide receiver an actual offensive system, like an actual offense would be nice and development for Mac Jones. I mean, at this time last year, we were talking about how Mac Jones might be better than Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and all those guys. That's what we were talking about at this time last year. Are we talking about it now? Hell no, right? We're not talking about it now. Like Trevor Lawrence is clearly the best quarterback in that class. I don't think there's any question about it now. And then Justin Fields has proven that he should have been picked a lot higher than 11. Uh, but Mac Jones has slipped. He slipped, and how do you get him back on track? I mean, this is this is what we're going to be talking about throughout the offseason, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to those conversations. I'm glad we're going to start having those conversations, Jordy, instead of 
oh, like uh, we're we're thirteen point dogs to Buffalo in the first round of the playoffs. Like that's I'm I, at least I'm glad we're at, we're at this point now in, in the season. I really am. I am too. You know, get getting a turn to page. It's all you know. It's it's disappointing the way the season ended, obviously, but just just to have the fresh start, right? That's just you put a fresh coat of paint on it. It's that that's always a good feeling. And 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 going into free agency is going to be a lot of fun. Like I said earlier, the Patriots have a lot of money to play with. So it's going to be fun seeing what Bill Belichick does in free agency and then just kind of seeing some of the changes that comes along with the coaching staff. But, you know, man, hey, if we get here, if we get here in training camp run and freaking Matt Patricia is still the no, offensive play caller no, for the no, Patriots, no. I might lose my damn mind. Yeah, you will. And, and But I appreciate the passion on the show this week, Jordy. You are, you are fired up. Which is great. I'm That's how it should be. Way fired up. Yeah, you way fired, fired up, up, man. And hey, we still get to watch Brady. Uh, that Brady Cowboys game on Monday nights could be pretty fun. That wild card game. So I'm looking forward to that. At least we can Brady, watch. We can, Brady, yeah, we can. We Brady. can. We can at least can watch Brady try to win another Super Bowl. We have that going for us. But the Patriots are gonna have to wait. Um, seems like they got a ways to go. I know Belichick thinks they're right there. Oh man, we we basically played a playoff <laughs> game in Week 18, guys. We're right there. No, you're not. You have a long way to go. <laughs> Belichick promised that the evaluation and, and changes and all that could start right away. He basically said that on Monday. So let's see. Let's see where we are at this time next week. Uh, Jordy, we'll be back, right? We'll be back. We'll be paying attention. We'll have some more. Uh, we'll, we'll collect ourselves here <laughs> after basically yelling at each other about the Patriots and how much they've pissed us off this season. Uh, we'll have some more. Maybe we could dedicate more just like looking at the long range view of the offseason for, uh, for next week's show. What do you think? Let's do it, man. And you know what? I'll bring my gray suit this time. So, yeah, just, so just, yeah. a, just a shade shade lighter than black. So, you know, we're, we're, we're turning the page. Yeah, maybe charcoal. Charcoal, that's a good color for sure for there a suit. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, for Jordy, I'm Ryan O'Leary. Uh, we appreciate you hopping on the pod. We'll have more for you next week. We'll talk to you then. This USA Today Sports Podcast has been presented by USA Today's Sports Media Group and is available in your favorite podcast store. Make sure to subscribe for weekly updates, the latest fantasy picks from Corey Bonini, and the Huddle Podcast, Inside the Weekly Line, with Sportsbook Wire's Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren, and the Bet Slippin' Podcast. We'll see you again next week.